Hi, I'm Sophie, and I haven't seen a lot of films. Hi, I'm Paul, and I'm here to help with that. And we are... SP Film Viewers. Well, last time we visited Scotland, now... We're going to visit somewhere European. Are we actually going on holiday? No. Oh. You've had your, <laughs> your trip away. Oh, charming. <laughs> oh. Just, you know, now we're married, it just is all downhill from here, is that what you're saying? <laughs> okay, well, what where, where are we going in film, should we say? In, in film land. Yeah. Yes. We are going to be staying in Bruges. In Bruges. That's what the film's called. And for those who don't know, it's in Belgium. Glad you said that, because I was thinking, is it Germany or Belgium? <laughs> so, yeah, I'm one of those rare people. <laughs> <laughs> and that, that's what it says on the post, I think, in some of them. Yeah, it's just in brackets. <laughs> well, it is one of those things, isn't it? If you don't... can't imagine many people know Bradford. No. Okay. But I guess yeah, Bruges is probably yeah. bigger than Bradford, but yeah. <laughs> Yeah, I guess so. I have heard of it before, but... on for it, I'm sure. <laughs> I have heard of it. I just didn't know if it was which part uh, of Europe it was, if it was Germany or not. But you've not heard of the, the film before? I've heard of the film, but I've never seen it, and I don't okay. know what it's about. Okay. Well, it's got a couple of Irish actors in it, one of them being Colin Farrell. You know him. I do. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I like him. So... I guess you kind of maybe know his sort of style of acting and sort of like his maybe like dry humour, I suppose. Yeah. And the way you bluntness about how he acts about things. To the... I like being people yeah. being blunt. That, yeah. that kind of humour works for me. Okay, that's fine. Can I actually see the front cover? Yep, Le- you can in a minute. I'm going to see, you've <laughs> yeah, literally not yeah. shown me anything. Yeah. I'm not... The other one, I don't know if you... You might, when you see him on screen, uh, Brendan Gleeson, who's... You might know if you see him. Yeah, because I'm going to say I'm rubbish yeah. with names, and you've said that, and yeah, I'm like, yeah, I, I'm yeah. none the wiser. Okay. The only Brendan I know is out of Panic at the Discos. Is he Brendan? I don't see. Brent. Um, oh, even making so. that, I don't think it is. Might be. <laughs> I don't know. Okay. <laughs> um, so, that's obviously, I've got this nice set from Second Sight Films. Well, doesn't give too much away there, to be honest. But the poster is kind of just a typical. Post if you look on Google. It's snowing or yeah, I told you it was kind of like sort of set up, sort of like a wintry sort of time. So don't I be. Like, I'm not saying it's Christmas felt. I'm just saying it's just kind of set in that kind of like oh, it's coming into that kind of cold weather, cold, cold weather type. Of it's film. a winter film. Yeah, I guess you could say that. Even though he's got a gun, mm-hmm. I was hoping for a romance or something. Like no, it's not a ra- <laughs> yeah. No, it's more of a dark comedy. This is the director's first feature film is called Martin McDonough I think that's how he's yeah I remember this being on your list a while I think yeah, now yeah. actually thinking about it I feel like it's been one of those that we've just not got round to mm-hmm. I guess right for the right time I think it was probably last year 
around this time that we want to do it because I thought again it was kind of like a sort of like just before Christmas type of yeah. thing really. But so you've you've made me wait a whole year. Uh, yeah, I guess in th- in to some That'd extent. That'd be good. Yeah, <laughs> I, I think it's really good. Um, you might, you, I think you might appreciate the humour in it. But okay. I say it's like he's he's a good director. The other work he's done as well as I haven't seen his latest one though. Saying that, but. It's it's all solid work. He's not done many films, but it's all. Any films I'd know? Mm, no, none of the, none of the, the films we've covered or oh. we've seen. So. Okay, so something different for me, I guess. Yeah, in a sense, yeah. But I'm going to read what's on the back of here because this is a lot more intriguing than what Google description. Can says. I guess? Yeah, come. So from the front cover, there's an older man and a younger man. So they could be related, it could be a father and son thing, and they are assassins. Well, you're right on one part. <laughs> which which is the, uh, well, the hitmen. Okay. Yeah, yeah. But following a job that's gone very badly wrong, two hitmen, Ray and Ken, are sent to Bruges by their boss Harry and told to lie low and await instructions. Ken falls in love with the cobbled streets and canals of the picturesque city, but for Ray, it's torturous boredom, and he upsets both locals and tourists. See the younger one by any chance? Let's call him Farrell. Rebel. <laughs> when the call finally comes from Harry, it may not be the ticket out he was hoping for. Okay, so it's like the kind of partners, I guess. Hitmen partners. Yeah, yeah hitmen partners, yeah, yeah. yeah. What does that mean? <laughs> you know what I mean with action and shooting and yeah. just... It's not that... Samey, it's not, samey. It's not really that kind of, like, Jason Statham type, okay. over-the-top action. That's all right, then. There's, there's, no there's actual than that. story to it, not just yeah. Yeah. people rolling on the floor and shooting Yeah, guns. yeah, an explosion. No, nothing yeah. like that. Okay, no, that's no, all right, it's, then. It's, No, it's not quite that. <laughs> so, looking forward to watching it, or...? I think so. Okay. I'll let you know when I've watched it. Okay. <laughs> right, we'll we'll crack on with that then. <laughs> uh, we'll speak to you in a bit. Been to the top of the tower? Yeah. Yeah, it's rubbish. It is? Guidebook says it's a must-see. Well, you lot ain't going up there. Pardon me? Why? I mean, it's all windy stairs. I'm not being funny. What exactly are you trying to say? What exactly am I trying to say? These are a bunch of fucking elephants. Fight you. And we're back from our little trip to Belgium, or in the cinematic sense. Have you been to Belgium? Nope. Me neither. Closest I've been, mm. I want to say, is the Netherlands. But it was a three-day trip, so... It wasn't two weeks. Now, have you been to Germany or anything like that? No, the closest European country I've been to is Spain. No. So, not Paris. not very adventurous. Maybe we need to go to Germany. Anyways, Bruges. Mm-hmm. A fairy tale <laughs> city. It's, it's, it's kind of brought up various points of the film. But it's like old architecture and it's beautiful, 
but the way that the film depicts it, the film itself doesn't have that beautiful storyline to go with it. <laughs> uh, no, not really. At least in one of our protagonists' eyes, it kind of seems like he's enjoying it, but the mm. other is not so much of what it has to offer. He's a baby. Yeah, he really is. So we've got uh, Colin... Colin Farrell. As... I was going to say Firth. I always get these <laughs> wrong. I know they're not. It's just because it's Colin, F-C-F. Colin. Yeah, yeah, I get you. Yeah. Who plays Ray. And he's a baby. And literally he's just ungrateful for every little thing he's got in life. Just kind of want to give him a slap. Mm. And be like, well, you've just been paid to go on holiday for... For two, it, for two weeks. All Would expense. You? Yeah. No way. <laughs> that was quite good, that was. <laughs> this shithole. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, you are some form of Irish yes, in yeah, you, haven't you? Yeah, yeah. That's where they're drinking. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> From you. Yeah. And the other person who's there with him is Ken, who I pointed out that you might know him from something. Yeah, but you didn't think Phil. of the film I thought of. Well, I kind of slipped my mind, to be honest, because obviously there's a lot of people in those... Well, I Harry Potter away. films. I was like, that's Mad Eye Moody. And you were like, looking at me like, oh, oh yeah, it, it is. <laughs> I'm thinking, well, why don't you just tell me that Mad Eye Moody were in it? And then knowing exactly who you meant. Mm. And I still forgot what other film it was from. Um, it was another like black comedy thing we saw ages and ages ago. It was called Cavalry, I think, in, where he played like a priest or something. Northern Irish priest. Oh, I think but, I'm remembering. Yeah, he was at the Zona Seaside area. Oh, yeah, I didn't like yeah, that. Yeah. I think, for some reason, that's to mind particularly, obviously, because of this, because, again, it's like a, this is like a dark mm. comedy type of aspect, so that's where mine, mine jumped to, but, yeah, kind of... No, not the fact that he's in Harry Potter. <laughs> which, really, which one am I going to remember? The the, the drama. <laughs> I know, I didn't even first. enjoy it. <laughs> obviously, yeah. But there's a lot of people from Harry Potter in this film. Mm-hmm. Which, there's... still you, I don't know if it's because you didn't know or you just didn't tell me, like, the um, Chloe girl that, obviously, Ray takes a bit of a shine into. Yeah, she, you said she was called what? Flair did a... Flair did a... Cl- oh, damn it. Go on. Flair did a... Cl- oh, I can't do it. I did it the other night, didn't I? Fine. Flair... Delaclaw. There you go. Gosh. Yeah. I didn't study French in school. That's right. French to know someone's name. <laughs> I'm just saying. So that's why it's such hard work. <laughs> I don't think I even got to. Um, is it the Genapelle? Genapelle. <laughs> yeah, no, I don't even no, think no. I got that right. far. Okay, fair enough. <laughs> but yeah, so she is in. The Goblet of Fire. Hmm. I feel like I'm knowledgeable yeah, yeah. right now. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Yeah. And she's the, if anybody doesn't know, which I'm surprised if you didn't Well, know, unless you don't like Harry Potter. Yeah. Then go away. <laughs> <laughs> she's the, the kind, I forgot the name of them. Like, I'm sorry, I am a Harry Potter fan, but I'm not like a true hard oh, you, knowledgeable. Oh, how dare you? Well, yeah. Slagging people off and not watching it and then going... I don't watch it, but you don't need to know everything about it. Not like you, Jesus. <laughs> Flipping psychopedia in your head. Which is the ones where they kind of come from the fanciful school and they wear the blue 
dresses and the hat and then they run in and go, ah. they go. Then there was, you said there was another Harry Potter. Well, yeah, there's a very obvious. But I don't think it counts. Oh, sorry, you mean Ray? Yeah. I thought, <laughs> they went the other, the antagonist. Oh, yeah, yes, yes, so there's three, definitely. Yeah. But then you were on about Ray, which I'm yeah, like. Yeah, it's in Fantastic Beasts, apparently. Is the... That's that's a whole different thing. It's not Harry Potter. <laughs> it is, but it's not, because Harry's not in it, so mm-hmm. that's how I see it. Okay. But then we've got Voldemort, which straight away you were like, oh, do you know what film he's in? I'm like, yeah, it, Harry Potter. And you're just looking at me like, <laughs> not the Grand Budapest. Well, yeah, but I normally go, oh, he's, you know, like, because I didn't tell you that he was in the film. So I normally was... you're going, oh, look, it's so-and-so. Oh, I go, oh, I don't know who that is. Yeah, yeah. Normally. Well, who is that? Oh, yeah. Yeah. I did quite well, actually. This one, yeah. Yeah. I don't know if you realised how many people were in it from Harry Potter. But you could have sold it a little bit better that way. I would have been more intrigued from the get-go. Mm. Yeah, some, I guess, well, no, only one, which is obviously Harry. Oh, right. Yeah, in the film, Confuse not, not Harry me, Potter. Like, anyway, enough of <laughs> driving on Harry Potter. <laughs> Do you mean Voldemort? Why are you yeah. saying Harry? Yeah. I'm yeah. sure Daniel Radcliffe wasn't yeah. in this film. Yeah. <laughs> Anyways, back to Bruges. Yeah. That's a Bruges. I think it's a quaint little town. It does have that wintry feeling. Yeah, I told I w- you it was kind of set around Christmas period. But I didn't say it was a Christmas film. I just said it was kind of this version on that thing. No one was really like dressed as Santa or... I wouldn't... Well, there was trees. There was Christmas yeah, yeah, trees. trees I, and decorations up, yeah. I wouldn't say it's a Christmas film, but then no, no, I... would I. Oh. I'm not saying it is. It's not like the Die Hard scenario where... That's very much very close to Christmas Eve. This is like a nondescript. This could be end of November or something. And this is, you know, start putting up stuff. You know how early they start putting up decorations these days. Me, me, yeah. You're having a slight I'm dig. Just the, <laughs> the stores. True, true. More so. Okay. Yeah. You shocked me there, to be fair. So there is Ray, which is our dishy, dishy Colin. And he's very, very charming. Um, his Irish accent is... I know he's Irish, but it's definitely on point because on the other roles, he's not as Irish. He seemed to be more heavy. Playing him... I probably feel like he might be playing himself. Yeah. Who knows? Yeah. Playing up a little bit, obviously, with the expressions and just the mannerisms of... <laughs> he, I can't say he didn't do, do, oh, no, no, of course, do no, a good makes, job. He did. No. But you do want to... Twat him around the head and be like, just get yourself together. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But the effing and the jeffing. Yeah, yeah. It's 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 one of those films that is very heavy on on that. To be fair, like if I was a little old lady, I'd be like, can he stop swearing now? But to be fair, it do, it doesn't. It kind of adds the humour to it. It's that dry, sarcastic tone that I like, and it's just gets a chuckle out of me. Mm. But if, did it's I just laugh? The yeah, I think you did. Yeah, yeah. I don't, I don't remember. Yeah. Well, you laughed at. One bit in particular, but there was there was something else entirely. But we'll get to that as we go along to the story. It's a good job he remembers, don't it? This is I'm going to go see now before you. I swear <laughs> to God. <laughs> I guess one of the problems that people might not, as well as the swearing, obviously, is um, there's a lot of maybe non PC terms used. 
Yeah, yeah. there's a lot of kind of body shaming. I would I would say to yeah, from, to individuals uh, early on in particular these yeah. Americans who want to go for the tower. <laughs> he was being really nice and probably genuine and not meaning it in a nasty way initially, but that obviously because they the way he delivers it, he doesn't have a filter. Mm. He is just being honest. But I was a big girl, and I'm sure if somebody said that to me, I would be like, well, screw you, I'm going to prove you wrong. Oh, yeah. But it doesn't need to go that far. He could just say it's really steep, you know, or just be well, careful or, well, or something. No, did, like, I think it's, it's, it's really narrow or something. And he's like, yeah, but what's that supposed to mean? That's 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 worse, yeah. because narrow means that then that fat person cannot fit. Yeah. And me being a bigger person before, that would I know that that would have triggered me. Uh, yeah, I know, but obviously people are quite sensitive to thinking, oh, are you, are you saying I'm fat type of thing? And Well, to be fair, I don't think it's a thing that anyone should say. What? Like, the word fat. Like, mm. I, I feel like that that's something that, for me, there's certain words that you shouldn't say, and that one should be included, and I don't think it's included enough, mm-hmm. to, to be completely honest, because people don't know how that feels. Yeah, I mean, yeah. If they've never been like that, they don't can't relate and vice versa like somebody being very very thin thin. and calling them skinny yeah like it's it's the same as it's 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 a racist kind of thing i know people can change their bodies but it really you shouldn't just be saying anything nasty anyways but anyway no so So, yeah but it was i did laugh but (laughs) it was a little bit like uh you're just twat (laughs) (laughs) like literally all the way through is like this arsy character that's really ungrateful for life like Oh, yeah, almost like a child, like you say, which it's kind of why I kind of find in this watch is also it's kind of funny in parallel to like why he's there in the first place because his incident were involved and he's obviously has these moments where he's kind of really remorseful about this, about um, the fact that he's accidentally killed a child while he was mm-hmm. on his first proper job, hit job. Um, and so that's kind of stuck with him and everything. So the fact that he's kind of like acting like a child but he's, but I guess in like on the same level as a child, basically, because he's mm-hmm. the way he's acting, and then he's he kind of relates in a sense because he's like he's like you see all these these shots where he's like looking around at little kids and everything, just living about lives, and he's like, oh, that little boy could have lived and yeah, and become something yeah. of himself yeah. and actually the life tender moments. But back to the sorry the other the fact of <laughs> on PC stuff with you know, with the midget. Dwarf, however you want to coin it, but I think it's supposed to be dwarf, isn't it? But dwarfism is actually yeah. the term. Yeah. yeah, that is a politically correct way. Mm-hmm. A midget is. I feel like that's a bit disrespectful. Yeah, that's what I'm saying about the PC aspect of it. Uh, yeah, it does make you feel uncomfortable. Like I know when we watched The Shining and they said the N word, and obviously The Shining is a lot older than this film. And to be fair, like if I was the dwarf in this film, I don't know if I'd have been really happy with. <laughs> how it was being depicted, really, but it just shows how how old is this film? Uh, it's two thousand and eight, I believe. Not meaning this in a bad way. We didn't. We weren't. We weren't how we are now with things like that. No, no. But I'm sure when he's been, was given the script and everything, it's like, oh, just don't take this too hard. This is for comedic effect, basically. Yeah, but, but I don't know. Yeah. I'd be like, well. Mm. Yeah, but you know how people, sensitive people can be who might watch this and go, oh, that's a bit... Yeah, 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 and especially yeah. nowadays because yeah. it is more kind of... People don't say that as, as much. 
No. And if they do, it's a bit like a, well, you you should know better. Uh, yeah. This is tough. It's the climate to be in at this stage. You can't say anything without getting your feet treading on or anything. Mm. Slipping on eggshells. Yeah, with certain things. How you pr- approach s- certain scenarios. Yeah. That's... But I do think he was a good good sport as the actor. And to be fair, really, Ray, when he was calling him a midget, he did really kind of care about him. He yeah. was fascinated by him and he actually became somewhat friends. friends. Yeah. So it showed that it didn't matter, but it's just he wasn't politically. Yeah. Correct. Almost like, again, like a child, childlike wonder when he's seen something like out of the ordinary. Like, mm. oh, wow, look at that. I've never seen such and such before. Yeah. 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 And it was nice towards him. It was just more, he, that's what he thought they were called and that's what he's calling yeah. them. Chloe brings up what they prefer to call Dwarfs and so yeah, that's why I understand. Like, I that's what I mean about like people calling the midgets and it's dwarfism and yeah, yeah, it should be that way. But he's but at the same time he's being a slight hypocrite there, but because he keeps calling them a midget. Like, yeah, yeah, yeah. Anyway, yeah. So there's, there's, that's the still a good sense of humour, but in a just a, yeah, a bit of a ooh, risky sense, yeah. but it kind of still works in the yeah. film. I don't think on it too much. No, no. Um, it's. I think to be fair, if anything, I'd probably think it's more the effing and Jeffing. If some people, I yeah, think that would put like I know your mum wouldn't watch that. Like no, no. She. I remember she tried. Mum and dad tried to watch um, the director's other film they did um a few years back called Three Billboards, outside Ebbing, Missouri. I think, but we just call it Three Billboards. It's just very easy reference. But that one was again quite a lot of f. This for every other <laughs> sentence, so it's like, yeah. I don't think they not... finished it, did they? they no, they just, just like, turned no, it off. Can't do with this, so there's no point in showing them this because <laughs> they're not going to be interested. But it is, it's obviously very obvious. Like when Ken gets that telegram from Harry about like not being in the, the hotel, and that was like, that was yeah. written down. You could see like every other word, fucking, 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 yeah. Pretty much. Yeah. So initially, Ken wants to do like touristy things, kind of looking around, making sure like kind of they're being low key, yeah. not on the radar of yeah. any kind of other dodgy business, and kind of just keeping it yeah, low. Yeah, enjoying the time there. Yeah. But Ray, on the other hand, like is a child where he's been taken on like a canal and looking at the beautiful scenery and everything, and he's like. Literally, what a child would do and what I did when I went to NASA, because I'm such an ungrateful little cow, <laughs> was sat there, like, with her arms crossed, like, <clears throat> I don't want to be here, kind of face. And I remember doing that. I was about, I was year, in year six, and I didn't really find spacecraft fascinating at that point. It would be funny unless you had sort of any interest in, like, that science stuff or... No. The ast- astronaut stuff. Then it's... Not really good. I know you. I totally see like why you wouldn't be having the appeal to go and like now stuff, I'd, I'd go yeah, and I'd probably find it really fascinating. fascinating. But at that age, it was just like I could be in Disneyland. Yeah, I am here. Yeah, and that's what it was. It was like I could be going on rides and seeing all my favorite Disney characters. But yeah, I'm looking at a rocket. But did you though? After the fact, or was that that was a whole day. No, no, but at any other point during the holiday, you still went to... Oh, yeah, but in my head, it was like I could have... Yeah, spent extra time doing fun stuff. Yeah, I get you. Yeah, Yeah. and that's I think that's what Ray is. 
but his fun stuff is going down to the pub every ten minutes and getting a drink. Yeah, yeah. Which then I think he gets himself into bother. It's a, t- a typical stuff like like a lad's holiday or so, something like that, just getting pissed and. Yeah, but to be fair, he does meet Chloe, which I think she's one of the best things for him. He says she's the most fascinating, best part of Bruges. Yeah. But she loves loves it. It's her hometown. Um, she's quite cool and sassy in this. About, yeah, her, her ways about her, yeah. Yeah, yeah I yeah. think she's portrayed quite well. Mm-hmm. Yeah, although it's like you think that, because obviously he's trying to like ask her out on a date and stuff, and she's like, oh, yeah, whatever, and but drops a card on the yeah. floor, and he says, oh, that's cool, whatever. But then like there's an incident where obviously they go on the date at the restaurant, she goes to the bathroom, this guy across the table is having a go, and, oh, unbelievable, like, smoking in my face or whatever. Mm. And then he starts fighting this restaurant, knocks this woman out with the bottle and the the, uh, the girlfriend of this other person mm-hmm. with, a, with a bottle. And she comes back into the room and is like, right, we're leaving now because I've just kicked up a fuss and knocked yeah. over. And he's like, oh, you know, I never hit a woman. Woman hit a woman with a bottle, though. That's a different story. <laughs> but then she's still like, oh, that's okay, kind of thing. Yeah. That's a bit like, you know, is it very... It's a bit... Mm. But it is self-defence, I guess. Like, I, even, I don't even know now if that's like one of those things, I can't believe I'm saying this, Like, if somebody is coming at you, then it doesn't matter if it's a man or a woman, does it really? No. But the the fact that that, does, that incident doesn't get addressed any further up until much later on for the plot contrivance, really, that's the that's that's one thing. Because obviously, if, if, no, if you did that in a restaurant now, you'd be like, Right, get call the police immediately. Yeah, and, and, take and away. something would happen from it. Yeah. On that note, they kind of when they're out and about, mm-hmm. they get to a point of where Ken's got to stay in. Yeah. Because they missed a call from Harry previously. Yeah. And obviously, Ray's already planned his date. Yeah. And this is when you kind of see Ken, which I think he's such a lovable character. He's a bit like he's Sam, the Pan Man. He's mm-hmm. quite a soulful kind of character in. Yeah, okay, he's an assassin all his life, but I do think he has got good ethics. Yeah, yeah. And he gets told that basically he has to... His next assassin is Ray. Um, but oh, bef- before all that, I do like the whole... That telephone conversation he's having with him. Like, he's got to check, like, what's he doing in the bathroom? Can you tell him to go out? And it's like, yeah, so... Like, I pretend like he's doing and close the door and, like, has he gone... Even though he knows that he's he's done that check and like pretended like the door's closed and he's still got to still like act like he's doing it even though yeah. he doesn't know yeah it's the, oh that thing is just like really funny quite comical uh, yeah yeah and it's like oh this conversation really long and drawn out it's like what was he doing like what 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 do you have for dinner and all that kind of yeah. like so just like yeah just hang up the phone now and just say the I right like things that's like me him. though sometimes yeah. i ask a thousand and one questions at you like mm. i think i ask you like how's your day been what have you been up to today and then you're like looking at me like mm. yeah, it's fine yeah yeah, yeah. No but they keep asking because it's like i ain't had you haven't given me much yeah and obviously like trying to big up the fact that our oh, bruges is wonderful it's like a fairy tale <laughs> thing and it's like appeasing Harry, even though like he went when he was like seven, yeah. So it's like, well, how... at that age, yeah, you kind of get a grasp, but it's obviously a lot different when you go when you're an adult again. Like you're saying about going to NASA. What age were you? Like I was in year six, so I wouldn't have even been like maybe eleven or eleven. Yeah, 
yeah, so vast difference, age difference compared to what you are now. <laughs> Thanks, Paul. <Yeah>. Old woman. <laughs> yeah, no, but you're right. It, it is. Your interests change. Mm-hmm. And I think he doesn't really know, Harry doesn't really know Ray very well. Mm-hmm. No. And it is actually Ray's first job, this is, which, to be fair, it makes me think, well, it might be easier for Ken to kill him then. Because they've only done one job together. Whereas if they'd been partners for a while... It would have been very tough to mm. have done so. But it seems to be that Ken has quite an affection to, to Ray. Oh well, yeah, like he's just a, a boy, he kind of refers to him as that kind of, again, the child aspect of it. Like he's looking out for him, but he still goes and tries to attempt to assassinate him with a silenced pistol mm. in the back of him. But then again, the re- the regret of what he, Ray did comes in where he's he's just about to shoot himself in fact in the in the park which would be quite a grim situation yeah when the children are on <laughs> yeah, the rides yeah, and everything yeah yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. scar him yeah yeah, yeah. But from there it's kind of like oh we're talking to him like oh you're gonna you're gonna kill yourself or no you're gonna kill me type thing and it's like oh again the, the comedy aspect of a dire situation yeah like well grim situation what's so it's all right for you to kill me but i can't kill myself, myself yeah what right do you have to yeah. <laughs> to take that away. Yeah. Going back to um his date with Chloe. Mm-hmm. So obviously she's a film star at the moment, and he's thinking, "Oh, I'm dating this person that's like higher class than me, really, really like kind and basically a, a really good kind of person to be around." And then obviously they take him back to her place, and then her ex boyfriend yeah. appears. Yeah. yeah. And he kind of plays into the whole thing going terribly wrong at the end. It's like he's that kind of character that you just want to kill off knowing what you know beforehand just so then he can't do what, yeah, how it ends. ends yeah, but on the thing of like how things end, obviously he kind of, uh, Ray kind of points out, oh, the whole night's ruined after he discovers that they were trying to sort of rob him and everything and like, oh, we've got to take him to the hospital because he sh- sh- shot blanks in this guy's <laughs> face and it's like oh so what both, an inconvenience so both of them trying to rob ray well that's what she said anyway but she told him his ex not to come to the to the room tonight so it's like oh as if like oh trying to make him ray feel better but who knows she could have been trying to play him at that point and again it's like oh i knew it i knew you we were like too good to be true too true everything <laughs> I did feel sorry for him um, at that point. point. I really yeah. did because he was like, I think he really was invested. He had got his little love eye goggles on. Yeah, but then he just takes some of the drugs while she's <laughs> out of the you know, room, and then just goes and finds Ken, who's kind of is obviously having the news about him having to kill mm. him. This is the, the the night before this occurs that he's like you know having a drinking session, and they end up meeting the dwarf. In the the bar and everything. I always think that's a cliche as well. Like this bit annoyed me that he he he's got like a lady with him and it has to be a prostitute. That kind of annoys me. It's like why wouldn't someone be attracted to him? Just because he's not the same height as no, average no, I, people. No, I get what you're saying, but just yeah. So it's always like even like in Game of Thrones with Tyrion, he he never got anybody, did he? Always just what? prostitutes. Um, well, I think that's completely true. Because initially, I think that was the case. That would just be easy pickings. But I think as the story that we see in the series, it was there was 
love developments, but I think that might have been their prior mm. calling. Yeah, I get, I get what you're saying. Yeah. yeah. And then they go on a little drug binge, like I say, and having more in-depth conversation about like what war would you put the blacks yeah, and the whites. Yeah, that was a bit weird, wasn't yeah. it? And then saying who would you associate as being black or white. Right. And that... to be fair, like the way that they were going, there wouldn't have been many whites, to be honest. No. So Exactly. Yeah, it's pretty much... Yeah, you, you kind of very one a majority is going to be on one side. Yeah. Yeah, so it's, it was very... That bit was a bit like, mm, what what are they doing? Mm-hmm. Could very well be a conversation, maybe like a drunken or drug-induced one that the, the director or somebody had. And it's like, oh, let's put that in. Could, who knows? Or overheard someone saying that. So onto the the bit where you were like laughing. I think uh, I remember now. I just I've just yeah. peeked on your the, notes. The, the first the first part the first time we see Harry in person other than of disembodied Which, voice. To be fair, his voice when I heard him it, it didn't twig until I saw him. Yeah. Like the voice isn't Yeah, it's like Paul and like Cockney. Yeah, it, it doesn't give it away that who it is though, whereas like certain voices you're like, oh, I really yeah. know that voice. Yeah, whereas exactly. it didn't throughout make me yeah. think I knew who he was. Yeah. So at this point, uh, Ken has put Ray on a train to like get as far away from him yeah. as he can, really. And he calls Harry up and says, do you hear that? That's the train. And Ray's on his way. I don't know where he's going or anything. So, mm-hmm. yeah. So at this point, he's very annoyed, <laughs> Harry is, and smashes up the phone in his office. And his wife comes in and says, Harry... It's an inanimate fucking object. <laughs> and you were cracking up with that. <laughs> yeah. And just and then, because it's you. But I don't say, you're an inanimate fucking object. I, I think if you did, you'd get, you'd get something yeah. else back at you. Yeah, she, she just walked on and went, oh, that rolled her eyes. And... Normally when you're yelling at your computer or whatever it is, mm-hmm. and if I go, like, Polly, you are right, I normally get a, what? Instead, that's what mine would be like. And then you're like, oh, I'm sorry. And then after the fact. <laughs> but I think it's, it is funny because like you are the softest person and you won't really talk to anyone nasty at all. No. But God, I wish I wasn't an object because Jesus Christ, you are brutal. Like So mm. that's why it's so funny because you, you're awful to them. Imagine Not if it to, became if, like Beauty and the Beast and all your items that you've been yelling at for this entire time came to life. Came to life. I'd be like, that Paul's a sod. Like, <laughs> yeah, that's yeah. true. But... You wouldn't be having loomy air. Like, he'd be like, I'm not putting my lights on. You keep yelling at me. <laughs> I'll make you put your lights on. No. No, I'll burn you with me candlestick. Cogsworth wouldn't be setting his alarm to wake you up because, you know, it's much to think about, isn't it, if your things came to life? Not really, because it's not going to happen. So with this, he has to, uh, I'm going to have to go to Bruges myself. Yep, get the job done himself. Yeah. So we, Ken, bless him, it's quite sad, this part, is Ken knows he's going to be, Harry's going to come, he's going to kill him. And he's already prepared himself, basically, for that death. Yeah. He's aware that he's sacrificing his own life so that Ray can 
have a longer life because he's older, isn't he? Blessing and he's, and he's also pointed out earlier when he was having that conversation with when he was on the drugs and saying like, well, my wife's was was black and she died and everything. So yeah. what's what's I'm oh, sorry, black and she was killed by white man. Mm-hmm. I think yeah. So it's like, where do I stand on this? In this great war, yeah. So, um, so yeah, you kind of know from there, like he's got kind of nothing to lose really in his mm. his age and all that aspect. Really, no family, no anything. So it's like, a, yeah, it's quite sad that he's kind of like putting himself forward for the chopping block, essentially. Yeah, and it's not his fault really. He's done a really good job mm-hmm. of being an assassin all his life. Yeah, and he has that connection with Harry. So I feel like that's actually harder for Harry to do because. He has worked for Harry yeah, a long on multiple time. Jobs, yeah, yeah. But then all of a sudden, Ray's on the train and he gets arrested, and we're like, "I'm like, what the actual hell is going on? Why is he getting arrested?" And then it's to do with some Canadians, and I'm like, "Well, I thought they were American. I'm sorry." And <laughs> easy mistake because there's there's very many times where I, when we like, would you know if someone told you that Ryan Reynolds was not American? He's Canadian. I think I know that, but. But um, but on basis like is, no, unless if, they go, I'm from Kennedy like you know like anything no, I wouldn't like, know. Boot, like or anything like that but yeah, that's the stereotypical. I'd just thing, say but, they were American. Yeah, sorry, well. any Canadians <laughs> out there? So you know, so again, it's so like Justin Bieber's Canadian and there's others. Yeah, there's a lot of other comedians and mm. singers and yeah, who are. But um, yeah, so he kind of says, oh, I don't know, you know, like oh, sorry about. The, the whole John Lennon thing or whatever because obviously I think it's poking more fun at the Americans for killing John Lennon or whatever but that's that joke but yeah so it's, but anyway it's, it's a bit of a hmm okay that's just a means of just getting him back to Bruges really no other means of doing that really but but he must only have Chloe's number because she bails him out but with yeah. what money I don't know to be fair how she bails him out of jail from robbing tourists, like I say. And now it's more like a nice moment for them. It's like, oh, thank you for saying, let's go have a beer and everything. It does feel Christmassy, that part, yeah. where like, they're in the set outside, the lights are there and everything. It's kind of like a dark evening. They've got the coats on and it does have that Christmassy yeah. winter vibe. Yeah. 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 Give it that. And then Ken is also with Harry outside doing the same kind of thing yeah but a bit more intense because they're planning on where to like kind of having the shoot out yeah yeah, yeah. so let's go up in the tower and oh, obviously mentioned at the beginning this this like stickler of a ticket officer guy like oh no you got you let me in for how for much 490 like t- it was meant to be five uh, five euros euro or something yeah and they wouldn't do it for 10 cent or like 10 p 10 euros well, whatever the yeah yeah well, currency is, but, but you, just, you just hate those kind of people, don't you? And yeah. it's the same again when he's encountering uh, with Harry at that point. But obviously, he gets a lot more of a raw deal, and that one is like, oh, you don't know who you're messing with here. Well, he was tapping his forehead, and it's like yeah, anybody it's like, could get a bit miffed yeah, off with that. But again, not with this guy. Yeah, loose screw. Yeah. But with this part up in the tower for Ken, it kind of touches me a little bit because he won't fight. He's given up. He's like, no, mm-hmm. I'm not fighting you. Mm-hmm. And Harry's like, well, now I look yeah, can't, worse off because... Can't kill you for... Yeah, now you've said all those those things about... So quite comical still, like, oh, I'll shoot you in the leg because I need to <laughs> still keep my reputation up. 
yeah, or kind of just come here for the fun of it. Yeah. 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 And so that other guy that you mentioned before, the ex, who's like, he, you know, he just wanted him out of the pitch because he kind of gives it away that Ray's back in Bruges now. Yeah. So it's like a bit of a whole race to get to him. Obviously, Ken's had his leg shot, so he's kind of not... And then, obviously, he's being shot again mm-hmm. because... Because he's having a couple... Yeah. A couple trying to get to Ray yeah. so that Harry can't get there in the first place. Yeah. So they do have a bit of a semi shoot yeah. off. And yeah, shoots him in the neck and yeah. so yeah, it's like a very faintly wounded there. So all he can do as a last ditch effort, um, Ken, is go up to the top of the tower, scatter whatever coins he's got in his pocket left to the guy and just distracting you know, like, oh, what's going on there because people are looking up like what's to be fair it sounds like he had a lot more coins in his pocket than I think he did have <laughs> yeah maybe at that point maybe changed them from when he got you know and his ears and everything earlier but maybe yeah and also the f- wintry fog rolls in as well mm. more like an angel kind of vibe yeah, coming through yeah saving grace because although it's not a very pleasant way of doing because obviously then after that he kind of just drops down from the town splats on the ground mm. that gets raised attention and he's just like really like he looks really upset the fact of that it's again like this is all my fault type of thing and everything you really feel for him so and there's also that bit before as well where he's he's kind of really upset like i don't want to die yeah a raise and you really feel suffering when he has the the initial conf- confrontation with ken and at the park and everything mm. so yeah there's there's tender moments in this yeah, all this darkness really this dark humor that's going on there but um they do have a bit of a sweet moment together and then yeah. obviously he's telling him that harry's still, still... looking for him yeah. yeah and then this bit i'm like feels a little bit like a little bit benny hill yeah with the kind of having to run away and Harry's running after Ray, and then they go into the um back to the hotel. Yeah, with the pro pregnant lady, like leave her out of it. Bless oh her. no, they do, which is kind of good because in any other scenario, it would just be like, I don't care, shoot you, and no mm. give a pass. But Harry's got a principle of not killing a kid because yeah. he, if he did that, Ray, <laughs> then he'd have to kill himself in the process because it's like it's not right to do that. So on principle, he won't injure this pregnant lady because she's got a child inside her so there's good morals there which is, yeah. is fine yeah so they're kind of a bit of a standoff really and where they gotta be to approach this and she's a badass like yeah she's pregnant like i'm here. gonna sit here until yeah. you leave yeah you're not gonna shoot ground. him yeah, yeah which is kind of good on her part because i'd be like uh, okay if you two want to fight it out by all means go ahead or could you just do it outside not in my like hotel but ultimately leads out to Ray heading out to the canal, mm-hmm. thinking he's kind of got away scot-free. He's like, oh, no, you can't shoot me from all that distance. Yeah. And apparently he can. He's a good marksman, apparently. Harry is. And does, like, going to shoot him in the stomach and everything. Mm-hmm. He's like, oh, is he going to make it through the thing? And he has to jump off the boat and run through the streets. And again, looking a bit more like a fairy tale aspect with these, these dream sequences of the filming. Well, I was well, saying more purgatory or something like yeah, that, like the painting that they, that they saw, saw in the gallery earlier. Yeah, yeah. yeah there's those masks and everything. Yeah, there's that. Like, is this? Yeah, where's where am I? Is 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 uh, is Bruges actually a hell or a, a heaven? Hidden, hidden. Depends how you see it in your eyes, but uh, it leads to Harry 
you know, this is frustration again. Anger and frustration, getting the best of him and shooting Ray. Several times. Several times. But one time, Ghost passes through, one of the bullets passes through him and kills the, the dwarf character who's happens to be dressed as a schoolboy. <laughs> yeah. Uh, in this instance, so he obviously has no knowledge, prior knowledge of this character, so he assumes he has killed a kid, so therefore he has to kill himself as well. Like... Which makes me think, well, shouldn't he have just killed himself in the first place and then the other two could have lived? Huh. Yeah. This film does annoy me because it does the thing where I get frustrated. Open. Yeah. Yeah. Because I know Ken's dead and obviously Harry's dead, but the unknown of if Ray is alive or not, yeah. but getting fact, taken, yeah, getting taken away into the ambulance. And... Part of me thinks, well, he is still alive, even though they don't actually say it. I feel like it's more like, well, they've left him dead on the floor. Otherwise, but because he's getting help, there's a slim chance, yeah. And he says you'll... he doesn't want to die. Uh, yeah, yeah, and that's how it kind of ends, isn't it? Yeah. That makes me think, well, he doesn't. Yeah. But I'm always a, through. yeah. I'm always a positive girl was it glass on that. Half was it? Glass half full. Oh, yeah. Not half empty. empty. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So that's a good aspect of the film. I again, I, I do like things that are kind of sort of open ended. So it's like your own interpretation of it. I don't. Dry. Dry. Just people are just lazy. It's like do an ending. <laughs> don't just make people have to second guess things just because you don't know how it should end. Hmm. And there we have it. Back into the swing of things again. That was a good episode. Yeah. Good film. I enjoyed it. Yeah. yeah. It's it, long. Too long, do you think? Some bits could get could have got chopped, hmm. like the drug scene with um, the dwarf. Yeah, I think that was kind of just again just more trying to put the humour. But yeah, yeah I get I get what you're saying. Yeah. Uh, anything else before we go to your score? Um, I think it's just the relationship that they had with Ray and Ken. I think that's something that they did portray really well within the film. It did seem to be always filmed quite dark anyways. Like, the lighting, it was kind of... Of grey city. Yeah. Yeah. Again, I think that's kind of... Not to throw shade at Belgium or anything, but I think it's kind of like to make it look kind of some, somewhat miserable and mm. No, if they do that, they come to Bradford. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, a lot worse, more yeah. rainy. Yeah. At least it didn't rain there. But no, it's, it was really, really enjoyable. I, so a bit gory, and I think some people would be put off with the amount of swearing, but yeah. that's the Irish for you. <laughs> but yeah, I really enjoyed it. So is it my score time? It is your score time. Hmm. I'd watch it again, so that's always good. I think it was quite funny in parts. It was more dry and witty, which I enjoy. I think... Ray as a character, even though he's quite annoying, he's still kind of sweet and lovable. And Ken is your Sam, like from Lord of the Rings, where he's like this heroic kind of character who is humble and sweet mm-hmm. and just wants to do good by other people. Yep. There is some parts where you're like, yeah, they don't need to be there. But other bits are solid and really good film content. <laughs> yeah, and yeah. just laughable as well. Yeah, yeah but in a in a really good way of portraying it, not in a cringy way. With it being an open ending, I think older Sophie would have been like, "This film's shit. Why is it not telling me how it ends?" Because it used that used to very very much great on me. It does annoy me, and I knew you knew it would annoy me, so I don't know why you went with it. 
knowing. Well, that really wasn't the the reason why uh, to annoy you on that aspect, more just <laughs> the whole overall aspect of what the film had to offer, not that particular part. But to be fair, I think I just decided to make my own interpretation, which normally I don't, and I think that helped for me to enjoy the film a lot more. Uh, on its closing moment, yeah. Yeah, for okay. me to kind of think, even though I don't know what your thoughts are, like if he does live or not. I don't really have a definitive, like, yeah, he lives, yeah, he... No, he doesn't type of answer to that, really. I didn't really... You know, so I, I kind of didn't quite remember how it... That was the last note of the film. That's how it ended. So uh, I don't I don't really have an opinion on that as such. Well, okay. Anyway. So I think for the score, it can't be really, really high, but it can't, it's not low either. Why can't, why can't it be really high? If you... Well, I don't think it's like 10 worthy. Okay. Is what I'm meaning. Right, okay. Top marks, no. No, 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 no. Okay. Just because I'd want an ending, because people are lazy. But I made my own one up, so it's okay. And I do really enjoy the characters within this. I think that's something I really enjoy. And the lighting and the way that did certain camera angles and everything like that, it was quite creative. So for me, I'm going to give it an eight. Solid, yeah. Yeah. What about you? I am going to go a nine. I knew you would. Why? It's my kind of humour. Mm, you were laughing quite a lot. Yeah. Just the delivery of lines and everything, and that's that works for me. And got a good balance with that humour and those sincere moments that you kind of care about these characters and mm. everything. That's what you want from the film. And there's obviously these particular scenes that I'm sticking in my mind from multiple viewings of that. Nice cinematography with the, one of the locations they've got and everything like that. It's, you know, like something that you wouldn't normally see in, in a film. So it's good directorial choice for the director for that. I think it, it's a bit like, I'd say, Whiplash, where it's like, it's mm. good, but the obviously the, not the saying prudish or anything, but the language and stuff like is a bit <laughs> more like, yeah, okay, you don't need to be doing... You little old man. Oh, no, yeah, even though that's that. obviously Whiplash is way more intense. And yeah, yeah, it stuff is. As a, um, with with that, but um, and and some of the other things that are a bit like ooh, iffy with the dwarfism and mm -hmm. and stuff and, yeah, and yeah. those other aspects. It's like yeah, okay, it's agreed. Yeah, so yeah, no. solid, solid. Yeah, and it's definitely ones to 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 re rewatch. Just like it. Yeah. At least we both agree. High end. Oh, well, it'll go go downhill probably next week when we pick the film that neither one of us have seen because we still haven't hmm? had one. No, that's right. Um, and that will be, and there's still time to for you people to do it, to join the Patreon. Might as well ah. that one. So we'll go with leading with that now. Um, we do have two members already joined. Woo! Us. Thank you. Which are Ben from Film Vloggers. Yes. Very good. Joe, I've done a couple of episodes with him. You have. And you've done one with Fiona. I have. So that was Christmas related. Yes. Um, it was Home Alone. If anyone wants to go check that out, do. Because obviously it's the girl power. <laughs> yep. And yeah, so the show is obviously like on any the, the major podcast platforms. Check mm -hmm. them out. 
um, do all sorts they're of... They're brilliant, they really yeah. are. They're <laughs> very funny. Ben's always complained about technology's always going wrong for him, to be fair, now, almost every episode. And but... Fiona's just feisty and just tells Ben where to shove it. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Which I just think is amazing. And the other one is Mark from 100 Things We Learn From Film. I feel like that's been ages since we've been on theirs. I know we've had them on ours. ours. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Or Robocop, if you want to go and listen to that episode. Mm. Or if you want to go and listen to theirs as well. Paul, little child Paul self, came out about dinosaurs with Jurassic Parks. Mm -hmm. I think he near enough broke the record while they were... I think they probably got to 100 now with some of the oh, episodes. Yeah, this, this, but to pass that with some he was of definitely pulled your socks up for that one. I know you did. <laughs> mm-hmm. Yeah, absolutely. And their show, again, like on all the podcast platforms, mm-hmm. and they do they try and find 100 facts within a film that him and his co-host John discuss on a particular film that week. Very also, interesting. And yeah, and they, I think they, they should out. get Fiona on there. They have done. Have they? Yeah. Because, like, her little facts and tributes that she does. Yeah. IMDb trivia. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Like, she should be smashing that. Ben would be like, just not, not don't, wouldn't know where to go. <laughs> she could literally just go on and join them. Ben wouldn't have a show then, but... <laughs> and you'd lose a Patreon probably, so I'll shut up, shall I? But no, yeah. really appreciate both yeah, of but, them. Yeah, th- thanks so much, guys. And as I say, if anyone else wants to join our little community they're happy to do so and they get to get a shout out like we've just done and you get to pick a movie for us to watch once a month my little poll so do the, oh okay i'm gonna say do you give like options yeah and yeah then... i'll do yeah like a two or three or four depending on how i want to do it if i'm really like tough decision thing so i've got to pick out the ones i want to go obviously we won't be won't be christmas related that will be the following Yes. Yeah, obviously. Yeah. Yeah. So, try and pick a really so good one. So this is the last Christmas, yeah. last non-Christmas this one, one, basically. Yeah, for that. this year. That's right. And uh, yeah, if you would be so kind as to go and listen to some of our other episodes, if you haven't already done so, you can do so over on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Podbean, and wherever else you might get your podcasts from. And if you haven't followed us already on social media... And you're just wanting more SP film viewer information and fun facts that Paul will provide of everything he buys. And it's not facts, really. But... Also, to be fair, he did even put it in our vows that he promised he would not stop buying Blu rays and DVDs. Well, Blu rays and 4Ks. Promise. Yeah. So if you do want some of that fun stuff, then you can find us on Twitter. TikTok, Instagram, under the handle SP underscore film viewers. Uh, yep. And if you also want to leave us a nice five star review over on Apple Podcasts, Podchaser, and wherever else they do the scoring system, that'd be very much appreciated. Yeah, any lovely, nice comments are always nice. Really, really lovely. And to be fair, it makes us realise that we people are enjoying what we're doing. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. So thank you very much for listening and we will speak to you next time. Speak to you next time. Bye. 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 Bye.